ODB couldn't possibly have committed all those crimes. Coolio did! Some of that shit that young men do if you go to the movie theater and someone steps on your foot, let it slide. Why spend the next 20 years in jail because somebody smudged your pumas? Cornbread. Nothing wrong with that, no matter what you think. All I'm saying is remember there's one thing. There's no sex in the champagne room. Continue podcast, everybody. Welcome back! Wow. Continue podcast. <laughs> I'm not sure what just happened, honestly. You guys don't remember No Sex in the Champagne Room? The the no. hit single by Chris Rock in 1995? I do not. There you I go. I do not. It was a hot topic was, on the, on the, on, in middle school. It was a hot topic. <laughs> I and, see. And you could go to Hot Topic to discuss it. Uh, you should feel really bad about yourself right now I I mean but like that's my natural state I'm okay that's true that's just how the the statement stands Anthony (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't make it less true um yeah everybody why not that's that is i want to assure everybody uh continue podcast is a a podcast about video games ostensibly uh and our personal brand of bullshit um but that that moment is the only thing anyone gets to tell us when we're recording this in time just that slow jam and we'll (laughs) just to mark it in to mark yeah there it is everybody we're we're continue podcast tapped into the zeitgeist uh that craven tastemaker that you hear over there is staff roberts dave roberts (laughs) it's my stage name (laughs) that that, that was my name when i played for guar um (laughs) craven tastemaker good yeah i find if i never hear about that anything like hollywood in general just all of it yeah i would be very happy yeah we just let it all go yeah uh that person who weirdly enough sent marlon brando up to accept her reward is none other than susan art (laughs) (laughs) okay i need i need i need i need to talk to you guys about a serious problem i'm having Okay. Is it about is it about Marlon Brando? It is not. Uh, although I direct everyone to uh, go watch the Island of Doctor Moreau, where he has an ice bucket on his head. It's it's magical. Fuck yeah, it's it'll okay. change it'll change your life. Okay. So I was I was on on the PS Five mm-hmm. the other night. Uh, the quintuple. For, that quintuple. The, the quint. <laughs> As as we in the know call it Q. I wonder Quint. how Chad Warden is doing these days. Chad Warden, no, Chad Warden showed up on the news. He's a he's like a local news guy now. Um, wherever the fuck he lives, he yeah he like did sports commentator. Chad Warden of the PS the PS triple. Uh, All right, returned. Yeah, I found out. I found out when we started working together at Games Radar that that was in fact a bit that he like wasn't serious. And it made me love him forever. I'm very sorry, Susan. A not uh, you're I on the. No, co- I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, Chad Warden. Okay, so <laughs> very quickly because this is a history. Yeah, this is like early aughts internet history. I, yeah, I cannot encourage everyone listening to go Google this enough because just like it, it was. I think it's like one of the perfect early examples of how quickly people started dunking on pro gamers. Uh, when 
when it like during that ramp up of the PlayStation 3's launch when it became clear that like this thing was going to be a fucking disaster when it launched mm. like $600 Genji uh giant You'll enemy be crab pleased to take two razor. jobs to to buy one of right. these yeah uh this guy put a video on YouTube and YouTube had only been live for a year and it he was just like doing this bro voice and he was like yeah dog I hear you about Xbox but I'm talking about that triple that PS3, the triple, yo. Now this is ringing a vague bell. And, like, he just, like, like lazily riffed. And it it sounded so authentic to the worst asshole you ever heard holding up the checkout line at GameStop around then. <laughs> like, the guy that, like, he's like, oh, the, the people that work here fucking love me. That guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yo, I told him to give them, like, game recommendations. They ask me for tips. They're so glad every time I come in. Bro, bro, you heard about that Gears of War? Cliffy B is a child prodigy. Uh, like that, (laughs) that guy. Can I just say it as an aside? It warms my heart that Cliffy B and I are discussing mulch on Twitter. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Like, people forget that he grew up. Yeah. Like, Like, yes, he was, you know, he was, he was, what was he? Bro he huge. Not, dude oh, huge, yeah. right? Dude, dude huge. huge. That's dude it. Huge dude huge. And unreal. Yeah. yeah. And now we're talking about mulch. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Everybody that ever made fun of Cliffy B, like, what would you do if you became a, you know, it's, gazillionaire yeah, at 19? Ridiculously yeah. wealthy. <laughs> yeah. At a very young age. Yeah. You anyway. hope you came out of it that good. Anyway. Yeah. So Chad Warden, like, I, I and for years I thought it was just real and it turned out he was doing a bit was a making bit. fun of pro gamers <laughs> uh, you know and it, it, it was so funny but the idea of calling the PlayStation 5 that quintuple is uh, it's the least relevant reference <laughs> <laughs> you and have to for just, us that's saying something that's it there you go so you're on the PlayStation 5 so I'm on to Q right mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's the PSQ that Q the Q, the Q, and uh, and I'm and I'm and I'm okay. So I'm I'm I can't. I have to stop playing the thing I've been playing that we will be discussing later in the show mm. because it's just I'm just not in that place. My husband is next to me playing Plants vs Zombies on his Xbox Series S, and I'm like, oh, I want to go play that right now. You cannot play Plants vs Zombies on the Quint. Uh, or indeed any uh, any of the uh, of the police station. So I'm like, well, heck, I want something that thinking light. So I look in the free to play section and I find Four Kings Casino. Aha! Perfect. I will hit me some fake slots. I will entertain myself for an hour. I will delete it and I will go about my life. Okay. So first of all. It's a pretty nice casino. Okay. I gotta say, they all got right. they got your blackjack, your poker, roulette. Uh, they got all sorts of different slots. Comp they your got, drinks. They they totally <laughs> comp your drinks. They give you like free chips every fifteen minutes. That's pretty nice. Yeah. You get the right? Rain Man suite if you're like rolling hard. You get the Rain I, Man suite. I already got like I got me. It's got a balcony. It's nice. All right. Right. Okay. They got bingo. Okay. <laughs> and I go, all right, well, I'm, you know, I'm doing everything else and and he's still playing Plants vs. Zombies. I'll go try I'll go try playing bingo. So I sit down and and I play one game of bingo and I don't win. And then 
<laughs> and then I play another game of bingo, and and I don't win. How many hours of bingo did you play? I'm not sure. Because then there was a progressive game, and the jackpot was like 20,000 chips. And I was like, okay, I recognize that the buy-in for this is high, but I'm going to go for it. And I didn't win. And then I was like, okay, well, this next game... Okay, because here's the thing I did not know about bingo. It is not just about connecting, like, getting five in a row. Right, yeah. Gambling bingo is different, yeah. Yeah, you got to fill in a pattern, a specific pattern. So I'm like, well, this pattern looks easier and the jackpot's smaller, so I bet I have a better chance. <laughs> I am now obsessed with winning the bingo. Oh, my God. In, in the online casino game. Nothing uh, demonstrates for you why gambling addictions happen and are real. Oh, like yeah. playing video game versions of casino games when there's no fucking stakes whatsoever. Yeah. I, I think I played... In the summer of 2019, and I, I'm not, I mean, yes, I am telling you this guy, you guys this to make you laugh, but it's also true. I think I played 20 hours of Dead or Alive Extreme 3 Scarlet Edition on Switch just playing the casino games. That casino is really good, dude. Yo, and on <laughs> Switch, when it could just leave the room with you? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And like people are like, ooh, you're a pervert, dead or alive. You're not no. seeing shit in the casino. You just hear Ayane in the background being like, Yata when she gets fucking blackjack every time. Fuck you, Ayane. She's <laughs> she's counting cards. Yes, that's that ninja shit that she Yeah. 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 Yes. She like, yeah. She like ninja a single deck into that shoe, man, and she's counting, right? Screw like, that. Yeah. Dude, I'm like because yeah. I had plans to, to, to maybe go to Vegas with a friend of mine, and we decided, like, eh, maybe not. And I'm like, oh, this is a fun, e- you know, easy way to get my fa-. I'm like, there, I'm just, I'm, all I'm thinking about is, when can I go play more bingo? Yeah, that's bad for your brain. I just, <laughs> it is! It's not good! Not good it, it's It somehow feels worse than, like, actual gambling, because they have, the, yeah. like, just the way that they can deploy the graphics and stuff, it just feels <laughs> like it's tuned in a way. I mean, it's bananas, too, because think about, like, the way you feel when you're playing just regular old free-to-play PlayStation uh, 4 Kings mm-hmm. casino games and a, you know, an actual slot machine made by Konami now or whomever. <laughs> hit the lever. Uh, hit the lever. All of them have uh, <clears throat> cameras embedded in the face to do facial recognition, and the facial recognition software is, like, all right, well, we can see that their pupils are this dilated and they are perspiring this much, which means they're getting frustrated. Mm. So we can release this amount of a jackpot to give them an endorphin rush and we know mathematically that they'll spend all of it to like because they'll yeah. have gotten enough. Yeah. It's, man, that shit is danger <laughs> the science of it is like and i'm playing this and i'm playing the slots because i enjoy i enjoy me some some slots i don't play in real life because sure. that's you know i love it i'm like i know like i know logically the whole point of this is to separate me from my chips so that i spend the five dollars on fifty thousand more chips i know that and yet 
I've my lizard brain is like, you will step away from this when I goddamn let you. Yeah. Not good. Not no. good. Did you spend no. any money? I did not. Oh, good. I have not spent. I have not spent a single real world dime. That's okay. I think well, it's. I'm, I think. I'm glad you made it out. I think it's easier <laughs> to escape that allure because, again, like like you said, there's no stakes. Like it's not like you can cash that out at the end for right for right. Yeah, Sony not, money or whatever. Yeah, there are <clears throat> there are like on mobile there are casinos you can actually do that. I'm like, oh, I am not going yeah, in. Yeah, that's near near like, those. Sports betting is all basically legal at this point now, and that's mm-hmm. dangerous. Yeah. So, uh, epilogue. After the 20 hours of casino games in Dead or Alive Extreme 3 Scarlet Edition, I had enough money for the bathing suit that, like, the Venus. The Venus, yeah. I had enough money for the Venus. Um, Listeners, feel free to just Google the Venus. And so I got it and then tried to gift it to my character. Oh, no. And and they were so angry (laughs) that it... It tanked the entire like <gasps> it tanked the entire profile. <laughs> so like I couldn't even play volleyball with them anymore. Oh you can only give it to the one girl the American girl with so the short in, hair. So in the new one okay. in, in in Extreme Three, Extreme Three is the most ridiculously deep relationship simulator I've ever Are we talking like Tokimeki Memorial like Deep, like, like, what it, are we talking? Yes, it's it's crazy, and so like the thing is, is unlike the original, the original on Xbox was all about like doing one run, and it was like max out your experience with this character on one run, and then what is unlockable is like all of the like bathing suits and stuff like that, the okay. gear. In the new one, it's based around just doing runs over and over and over again, so you can't like max out a relationship with that character and like make sure that they have the best relationships with everybody it's like you did a week at the island now you start a new week if you want to continue to build that character oh but you can if like you're like i'm gonna be a pervert and try to give them the pervert clothes it they it can it can make them irreparably upset (laughs) yeah yeah I respect I respect a game that can take 20 hours of your life and be like no you should be ashamed of your words and <laughs> deeds. And I was like oh god <laughs> they baked it in. That's uh, that's, that's kind of uh, great. That's yeah, I love that. Right? Uh, there's your recommendation of the week everybody. That was a great show, Dave. Thank the uh, listeners. <laughs> All right. We, we got uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Like, like the the okay. fast credits roll. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you got yep. near ending E for continue podcast episode one thirteen. Uh, <laughs> oh, you got you got the dead or alive ending. Weird. Um. All right. Let's let's start. Let's start with the actual new game on our docket. Let's start with Dave Roberts' adventures in trying to kill chaos. Oh my god. Chaos yeah, chaos dies tonight. Chaos dies tonight. <laughs> What's the name of the guy that plays the cop in that shitty Halloween movie? Um, plays the cop. Yeah, he's like the original like sheriff in town, and he's like eighty five. And oh, oh Christ, I'm yeah, man. <laughs> I just like the clip of him being like, "Evil dies," and he can like barely get it out. You can see he needs his inhaler. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just, I just, I, all I remember is Anthony Michael, like super beefy Anthony Michael Hall being like, yeah, evil dies tonight. Anthony, beefy Mike, Anthony Michael Hall looks like Breakfast Club. Anthony Michael Hall is driving a Voltron of himself. It's like, <laughs> this, <laughs> like they made, like he made a giant mech version of himself. No, it's like he had an anaphylactic reaction to a bee sting. <laughs> oh no, Anthony Michael Hall ate too many peanuts. He's in trouble. <laughs> Somebody get the EpiPen. Yeah, that's all. That's all Michael Myers was trying to do. He was trying to get him his epipen. Uh, he's like, he's not trying to stab. He's just. Trying. I'm just trying to help. God, guys, jeez. I only wear the mask because it's my thing. Ah. All right. Okay. <laughs> Dave Roberts, you've been playing Stranger of Paradise. Stranger of Paradise, a... Final Fantasy Origin is the full name of the game. There's no colon. There's no very. <laughs> there is no colon. God. Oh, I love it so much. I like so the last couple weeks of work uh, and wrapping things up has just been pretty stressful. Um, Elden Ring was like I'm hitting that point. In Elden Ring, like I'm nearing the end of the game, where it's just like mm-hmm. all right. You gotta fight a bunch of really fucking awful bosses now, uh, and I was just like, "This, this is not what my brain needs. My brain needs something that I can punch through like wet paper." And Stranger of Paradise fit the bill perfectly. So, explain this game to me conceptually. Yeah, it, 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 so it requires a lot of explanation, much like Dead or Alive Three Beach Volleyball. I don't know. Well, did did did, did they make team? Did Team Ninja make Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball? They sure did. Okay. This is a Team Ninja joint, uh, the makers of Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball and uh, Neo, which is the like Souls like game that they came out a few years ago that was like in development hell for a really long time. And it came out and it turned out that like of all of the Souls likes, like the big budget Souls likes that have come out and tried to like replicate that style, it's like the one that like. It's not exactly like a Souls game, so it's interesting. It's doing different things. Um, it's not like a Souls game, so it's interesting. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's it's not it's not like the other people who are just like, what if we made a Souls like game, but you're a robot, like that kind of yeah. Thing. Yeah, it's like they're actually like the combat feels different, and and there's a different style. It's more level based rather than just like a big open world. And so like Tetsuya Nomura, who uh, has had a dream for a long time to make a game about a man who is angry, his words, not mine. Um, <laughs> God, I love that guy. Never stop giving him money. Never. Oh my God. Never stop. Never stop. Never. Uh. (laughs) Um, So, so they 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 teamed up with Team Ninja after their work together on Dissidia. Oh, what was it called? Dissidia NT. Which, like, if you want to get, if you want a game that has a lot of like status bars in it, oh boy, that game. All right. There's so so many bars, dude. Just just a quick aside, last year Amazon sent me a message that was like brand new copies of Dissidia NT are five ninety nine for PlayStation 4. And I was like, Yeah, I got six dollars. And <laughs> I put it in and I was like, wait a second. Can I have my six dollars? <laughs> oh <laughs> no. It's barely a game. It's barely to call it a game is is very generous. But. Yeah. Anyway, this is not so. So they they tried they basically conceptually this game is like Neo three. It's the same kind of attack with the right bumper, uh, lots of uh, 
uh, parries and blocks and things. You have different sets of weapons that have different attack animations. Combat's much faster than a Souls game. Uh, but with this one, they wanted to make it more accessible to people, so there are multiple difficulty levels. There's a story mode, there's a normal, and there's a hard, and then when you beat the game, there's a chaos mode. Oh, which, oh shit. Which will that's let, when he really dies. Yeah, well, that's when you can bump the... Di- that's like if you really wanted to get get into endgame stuff, and because there's, there's loot in this game, and all the loot sucks. It just drops way too... <laughs> It drops way too frequently, and it, like, none time, of it... Time out. Yeah. Time out. I do want to state that the loot... Susan, here's here's the appeal of the loot in this game. I've only played the first hour. I played, like, okay. the first level, and it is levels. Like, this yeah. is... You can tell that the people that made the great Ninja Gaiden games te- 20 years ago for Xbox made this. Okay. Uh, but the loot... It just is constantly pummeling you with, like, new armor, new boots, new everything, and there's a button that you can press in the menu that's just, like, optimize it. Whatever I have that is the latest, strongest thing. And so the rapidity with which this takes place, like, you'll play for 15 minutes and then press the button and you'll look completely different, and it's just like... I hit the button. Oh, look, now I'm dressed like Lance Bass in 2004. Yeah. Oh, I hit the button. Now I look like Adamant in 1986. Like, it's never normal. I would never hit the button again. (laughs) But, like, that's the thing. You're like, ooh, like, is he going to look like the one in the Goody Two-Shoes video? Or is he going to, like, you have multiple Adam and (laughs) options in It's fair. It's fair. In the first level. Yeah. Like... Like, yeah. like you start off like god all like the initial trailers are so funny because it's just this dude in this henley t-shirt who looked like he just stepped out of like like a juice bar mm-hmm. uh right after doing a bunch of reps at the local um the oh what is the gold's gym yeah no he went to crossfit yeah he he definitely oh, Oh, yeah, dear. yeah. He, he was yeah. like extra peanut butter in in the shot. Of my protein. He he he, he 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 looks like a bouncer at a Shine Down concert. Um, <laughs> nice. He, nice, he's nice. so. But like the, and like all of it, just like why why is this? Why does he look like this? Why does he look so? And but like literally within five minutes, you hit the select button. It's like oh, he looks like a character in a Tetsuya Nomura designed Final Fantasy video game. Like okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's fun to play it is um especially on story it's like there are like boss fights which are are hard and will require some some depth the loot sucks like like i said it's like you don't level up in the traditional sense you have jobs like you would in a final fantasy game um where like you're like oh i want to be the mage and the set of equipment that you get gives you like gives you like you have a mace and then you have magic powers where you can blast people with thundara and stuff or you can be like a dragoon and you can be like you get all the all all the stars are here um (laughs) and and so like it, it nails that final fantasy vibe uh by putting it into this new context but is still like it's just it's a fun breezy action game the 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 part that really sold it for me is that it like conceptually narratively it is the miami connection of video games it's like the miami connection yeah okay so miami connection is this legendary b-movie uh, made in the 80s, disappeared, like, nobody saw it, like, came out in Florida, nobody saw, nobody wanted to pick it up, 
until it was discovered on eBay by Alamo Draft House. They bought it sight unseen, saw it, and were like, we have to we have to tell the world about this movie. And it's just it's the most earnest, honest depiction of a way too old man hanging out with a bunch of community college people in the 80s doing martial arts and they have a fun kung fu band and they they play music and they're fighting ninjas and there's like drug lords and it's just it's just it's such a mess but it's so it's just so genuine that you can't help but love it okay that's this game in a nutshell is that the story is so it's so ridiculous and it is so over the top like the main character hates chaos so much he hates him uh, so much he, he just uh, it's all all consumes his thoughts and then you start finding like data crystals which start like that's when the tetsuya nomura plot starts to like uh drip in where you start finding out about like precursor races and alternate dimensions that uh, min- yeah somebody's heartless they're nobody well they're... i mean so i so i've discovered are that, they falsy yeah, or yeah, they the <laughs> see you're saying all this but this story is written by kazushige nojima who wrote final fantasy 7 the final fantasy 7 yeah. remake kingdom hearts 1 and 2 the mm-hmm. he came up with the concept for the entire fabula nova crystallis trilogy the final fantasy fantasy 13 it's that guy in this game and it's it's like i love that shit it's so Mm -hmm. good Mm -hmm. and the Mm -hmm. thing is it's like it's it's the kind of thing where like you don't know if they're in on the joke and i don't think they are i think they they think this is all 100 percent cool and awesome there's no (laughs) there's no irony uh and i like that's because that's that's what makes it work right like it's the difference between like something like Samurai Cop, which is just fun to watch because it's so bad. Like they tried to, they tried really hard to make something, and it just doesn't work. But you can't help but love it. And then Samurai Cop Two, where they're like, okay, well, this move, the first movie became an internet sesa- sensation. So what if we made right. a bad movie on purpose? Right. And it doesn't. It's like Devil's Third, right? Like Devil's right. Third. You look at it and go like, oh, that's going to be so fun. It looks bad. And it's just bad. It's just like, it's not fun to play. It's yeah. not it, even, it's not interesting in its weirdness. It's um, funny you should use the word, like, you're like, it's just bad. All I could think after playing an hour of Stranger of Paradise was this was the fantasy video game of the equivalent to Michael Jackson's video for bad. And I mean, like, the whole extended I get version what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. yeah. Like at the beginning when it's like the three guys are in the yeah. subway station be like, Yeah man, you ain't bad. You ain't and then <laughs> you know like you found a new sword. Like that's like what it is. Yes! 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 This game has a moment. Okay, so this opens where it's three dudes again all of them look like they just stepped out of a gym meet in front of one of, Corn- one of them's a pretty young man one yeah of them's a pretty, he, yeah a he's kind of like a, the prompto of the group mm-hmm. uh they meet in front of cornelia castle and they're all just like wait i got a crystal you got a crystal too yeah bro i got a crystal wait you have a crystal too dude we should hang out and so they do and they go to the king and the king's like well who the hell are you guys 
if you call yourselves the warriors of light okay go kill a monster for me and it's like you're you're thinking to yourself okay so this is the tutorial mission it's going to teach no the game hard cuts literally to three weeks later when you're coming back from the thing that the king told you to do and you're standing before the king again it's like why did this just decisions that are made that were clear choices that you're just they baffle you but you well, can't that's also, but you that's can't help but love is it that, was that before or after it hard cuts to um the uh the p90x mascot walking through a cornfield at dusk oh, to a frank sinatra song yes which also has just, the just, most awkward like it doesn't even finish the chorus it's the most awkward cut yes it, it doesn't fi- it doesn't finish the song the frank sinatra stops my playing. way yeah it's playing my way and it doesn't even like really get to the chorus and then it stops and then it forces you into like basically a fraction of a tutorial sequence it's yeah. not even a, a full thing it's like pl- press x to jump now <laughs> in, the, in the middle of this field do it press r to hit a goblin are you sure <laughs> There's a woman, like, again, this is all within the first, like, hour of the game. There's a woman that you meet who tells you she's, like, she uh, she's from Cornelia. She hates chaos. She wants to fight him. She wants to join you. She, she She's, like, poor, like, you end up meeting her and fighting her, and then she's, like, I, I want to join you on your quest. She gives you her whole, like, her whole life story. Jack's response to this like she like literally 30 seconds of dialogue she's just espousing with you just pouring her soul into this explanation and jack just looks at her and says bullshit puts his headphones in puts in earbuds starts listening to uh great value limp biscuit (laughs) and walks out of the castle hard cut they're outside of the castle he removes his headphones and they continue the conversation Okay. Okay. So, Dave, at, like I, I understand, so I, I understand the pleasure of this, and I understand why this is fun. But this is this is an interesting. The fact, like, all three of us have been playing games that came out from the same publisher in the past month. All of us yeah. have been playing Square Enix games. Oh my, you're right. <laughs> And all three of us have had these experiences where we have to look at it and be like, what is this decision you've made? So, I, 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 at what point does this go from, like, ironic enjoyment of, like, a so bad it's good game to it being good? Because you you genuinely love this. You so genuinely love this. I think that the, the genuine love comes from the fact that it's just, it's fun to play. Like, the combat mm-hmm. is really smooth. It is and really fun. like, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, it's, it starts repeating itself a bit too much, but by the time it starts doing that, the game's like almost wrapped up anyway. So it's like, it, it never feels like it's overstaying its welcome. Uh, but again, like, I feel, I don't want to, to talk no, about uh, you the, can you can I think spoil a little because I have heard from you and others that the story like actually kind of gets good. Yeah. Like legitimately. I mean, well, okay, good. the story the story gets good in the way that Kazushige Nojima's stories always get good in the fact that they just go full 
off the rails <laughs> in like really interesting and fun ways. And this game, like I sort of got, I, I swear Tetsuya Nomura was so burned by losing versus 13 that he is deciding to just fucking go at all of Final Fantasy. Um, <laughs> Because this game does things not just conceptually as like a sort of reimagining of the first game in the series. Because that's like, for those who don't know, like to go back to the beginning, Chaos is the big bad guy of Final Fantasy 1. Like he's the one who's like causing oh, yeah. all the problems. Like you first you fight Garland and then he sends you back in time or you have to go back in time like 2000 years to fight him when he's chaos uh to, to bring peace to the land uh etc and so the game kind of loosely follows the sort of the beats of the first game but everything's just slightly tweaked everything's just a little different like just enough to make it go like there's like there's something going on here that i'm not like like this is intentional and eventually it does like they start seeding these ideas and those like little data crystals that are hidden in like side missions and uh, off the beaten path on some missions and then eventually it just gets to a point where like you start to realize that the levels that you're playing in are remixes of other games in the series oh interesting that's Mm. fun like i i started to notice it when one of the forest levels had a song that sounded very similar eerily sim not the same but eerily similar to a song from final fantasy 13 like oh. I, I was like i was like this cannot be unintentional and like again without spoiling anything um it go- the story goes to some interesting places and it's just like just that they're willing to like for a lot of companies, stuff like this would be like super sacred, right? Like, like you can't, you can't, like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like Disney, yeah. for example. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. You, you can't, you can't mess with the brand like that. You, Nobody's no. remixing Steamboat Willie. Like, right. yeah. Well, it, like, like you remember unless Disney. they're Warren Spector making like, a Wii exclusive. <laughs> That's an Epic Mickey epic reference. Mickey, for you, yeah. Jeez. Uh, uh, the number of times Epic Mickey has come up the past two weeks is really strange. It is weird. Was it you guys that I was talking to about how good Epic Mickey would be if you made it now? No. No, but you're no. right. Yeah, no, think about it. Yeah. Like, like if yeah. you had to, if It'd you be had, incredible. Yeah, if you had like Unity now. Not like, like a not, just, not like a Wii game. <laughs> not a Wii game. Yeah, that was the whole problem was the control on the camera was just stuck take, in Wii land and that's <laughs> what ruined it. But anyway, we not got to digress. Class. Yeah, not, not to digress about <laughs> But no, like, 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 like you hear stories about them with like Kingdom Hearts three. Like one of the reasons why, like, Kingdom Hearts three compared to one and two, like all the Disney stuff's not as interesting. Like they straight up, the Frozen section literally just has Sora like watching like Frozen, Elsa do yeah. the song, yeah. uh, and it's canonical. It's canonical. Yeah. All Numura insisted, and like has this in the contract going back to the original Kingdom Hearts. That everything that takes place is canonical with the films. Oh, Jesus. So, that means that Sora was there in the ice castle. Does that mean that Goofy and Donald gleefully shouting about murdering when, people? When, when, British, when British sailors are murdered? Yes, that is exactly it, what that Pirates means. Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. Now you guys know why I love Kingdom Hearts. Donald has bloodlust. Uh, he um, no, but like Disney Infinity, like one of the big things mm-hmm. about that game, like mm-hmm. that 
like kind of tanked it was that they were so insistent that each of like you had the toy box mode where all the toys could play together but none of the other characters could work in each other's worlds they were all yeah. very like siloed that off was, yeah that was very dumb um so whereas like square enix is just like okay so this is a series that like fans love it it's hollowed ground 35 years of history what if we just fucked with it a lot. What if, we, what if we ask the people that what? made Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball? Yeah, to do this with the Final Fantasy the, VII writer, the audacity of it, it like that, and ultimately that's kind of like even when Square Enix is like at its worst, and like man, that thing ta- uh, where um, what's his name? I, I like I, my brain wants to say Wada because like I wish he was there instead of this guy, uh, but like talking about like the future is NFTs and having players oh, find a connection yeah. and yeah, just like. Even with all that shit, or when they put out something like like The Quiet Man or Babylon's Fall, and you just I start, mean, to, you just question like why. Then they put out something like this, and it's like, yeah, like the frame rate is so bad because the character models are so unoptimized that like like basic enemies have millions of polygons a character's fur coat will tank a computer with a nvidia gtx 3080 because there are so many polygons being rendered on the screen and team ninja did nothing to optimize how well this game runs on top of the fact that when the game is running smoothly it also looks like a nice layer of vaseline was smeared on it <laughs> yeah yeah like is it like that on the ps5 too because uh, the P- well that, that yes i was just gonna say i at first i so on ps5 it runs f- fine-ish again like i haven't played very deeply into it but it does have that like that bloodborne on ps4 smear of blurriness all over everything and at first i thought it was maybe because i turned on hdr and then i turned it off and i was like no no that's just no it's just what it looks like yeah and the pc version is technically worse by default because there's a like there's a option in there that will when you when it's on it will try to preserve the frame rate of the game but it does this by automatically applying a uh um, upscaling technique that like Nvidia and AMD have their own versions of this where they're basically like what if we render the game at like 540p and then upscale to 1080p but like their versions are good this version's bad and it's always on even when the frame rate is normal uh, so you turn that off but it still looks like shit <laughs> um like even though it looks like shit and it kind of runs like shit sometimes and it looks like a game that was ripped out of like it like a P, like a PS3 launch game that just disappeared and so, like a Miami it's connection not, it's like not it, that bad no it's but not, it, like, it's it, definitely of that era tonally yes design wise i mean it feels uh, it, it it feels more like it it's feels it's like the very, blu-ray release of Miami connection <laughs> it feels very PlayStation 2 yes. like it it has that it like it definitely has the vibe of you could pre like come down to Best Buy in 2006 and pre-order this, and you'll get like a like a jagged keychain that is also like a bottle opener. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think I, I tweeted energy. I, I tweeted a thing saying like I like half expected Gak to show up as a surprise character. Right. Yeah. Like it's, oh my god! Yeah, it's that kind. It's that yeah. kind of game. 
Love it. But like, but the, also that, bring that Gex back. That's all I'm saying. That yeah. willingness to experiment yeah. and that willingness to like, I, okay. So Susan, you're playing voice of cards. It's not voice of cards two. It's just, no, it's voice of cards. The forsaken maiden, the forsaken maiden. I, I look at voice of cards. I look at things like dungeon encounters. I look at stranger of paradise and you see three things that are like very much at the three different ends of like the budgetary tiers, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Voice of Cards clearly has some like real production values put into it, the art, the music, etc. Whereas Dungeon Encounters is like here's this very stripped down thing, and then you have Stranger of Paradise, which is, you know, uh, we'll call it a double A in business speak release, but all of them you look at and you, 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 the first thought is like who fucking made this to make more money like mm. who's who's looking at this and saying let's like so even when it's even when it's horrible even when it's fucking balan wonderworld you're yeah. uh, you're still sort of uh marveling at the experience dave i don't want to totally abandon stranger of paradise but susan i do want to hear about this voice of cards experience you've been having because it is it feels of a piece with with the existence of this game that's it's like oh we we've made this thing that people have responded to very powerfully and you know part of clearly part of their economic model for this is that you can make more of it quickly yep like it's you know there's this second you know game within six months and It just your your basic description is it sounds like they didn't put in enough time, which is also well, true of Stranger of Paradise. <laughs> what's interesting about it? Okay, so functionally, it's it works just fine. It reuses probably ninety five percent of the mm-hmm. same assets as the as the first game. Uh, it works the exact same way. I think the narrator is different, which is part of the problem. So really, the only thing that's that's uh, substantially different is the story which is unfortunate because i don't know who wrote this snooze fest oh no (laughs) it's so so okay so the first one was straightforward it was you know this is this was not a a story that was going to change anybody's life but the whimsy of it the wit of it the characters like the fact that the main character you is a douche (laughs) <laughs> hilarious like you're just in it for the cash like all of your dialogue choices are just the shitty response and then the shittier response because you're a <laughs> douche it's amazing it's it's just so funny and this one is so on the nose by the numbers you uh, ha- you and the, the maiden who does not speak are oh, friends no. and there is a quest if you have to get the relics of the other four maidens, they are north, south, east, and west. I'm already bored. Oh, no. I know. Each of them is also represented by a different color, and you will go, and you will fight a thing with them, and then you will get the relic, and when you have all of them, you will come back, and you will... Who cares? Who cares? Who cares about you? Who cares about this chick you're hanging out with? Who cares about any of these other maidens? Who cares? None of it is interesting. None of it is fun. There's no wit. There's no whimsy. There's no humor. I mean, it sounds like it was made by a completely different person. It than- has to have been. It has to have been a completely different 
narrative team. Gotta be. Or Yoko Taro was mad hungover. Like, just... <laughs> <laughs> Agreeance from he... the dogs. <laughs> yeah, the do- like, Chloe's like, yes, yes, I agree. I'm not sure he had anything to do with it. Not it's a dang just, thing. That's, like... It's very, very strange that you see, like, to go from the, the first up. voice of cards, which is so idiosyncratic and so distinct and so yes. um, immediately captivating to anyone who plays it, that they, even if you don't like the central gameplay, you still find it instantly memorable. That's Stranger of Paradise all over. Like... Say what you will about this preposterous presentation and bizarre pacing and uh, a, a 20... It's like the Rip Van Winkle of edgelordism. Uh, yeah. But, you know, you're never going to forget a, a beefcake looking at somebody who delivers an earnest RPG soliloquy and going, bullshit, in the first hour and walking away. You just... That's unforgettable. It's It's just... It's so weird to see a all of this like i i i i don't i i i worry for our listeners that sometimes we get a little like all three of us like inside baseball talk about yeah, the yeah, industry yeah. because we understand it we know it um but i like i can't express to the people listening how much it costs to release any game let alone one that is, you know, uh, available physically like Stranger of Paradise. The sheer amount of capital it takes to get both of these games out into the market at the same time is wild. And, uh, you know, to be like, why? Like, is it... It's Both of them are happening in March. That is when uh, most Japanese game companies' fiscal year ends. And... Usually, it's like, get that shit out the door in March so that we can pad out the year's numbers. And if it tanks, we can, like, sort of go into the next year and tell our shareholders. Yeah, write off oh, any losses. and yeah. Write off our losses because these things tanked. So, voice of cards. All right, well, we needed to amortize the development of the first voice of cards, cram something else out there that has these assets, and just you know have the b team write whatever yeah and get it get it done and stranger of paradise we can't spend any more time on this bizarre fucking passion project it's 80 uh, gigabytes dude just put it out elden ring is 40 gigabytes this game is 80 gigabytes wow <laughs> it's insane yeah, they didn't optimize shit yeah it's, it's crazy it's crazy um and yet i mean like well susan this sounds so turgid that like are you did you finish it are you going to oh, finish hell it no i stopped playing yeah, that stopped shit playing it. but like if there's a third voice of cards which i expect there will be now will you check that out yep yeah exactly every single be- time yeah because it's so modular mm-hmm. right it's just like what they did is they created a toy box a-, a-, a sandbox and they're like okay here are your here are your tools to go tell a story Go tell a story. Well, okay, this story sucked, right? But that doesn't mean the next one won't be a banger, right? It, it, like it, it very well, and maybe they are like holding back the A plus material just because of whatever bizarre internal strategic logic there is at work. 
So yeah. uh, I didn't do this on purpose. It was just an accident. Uh, but to complete the trifecta, the triangle, have, if you will, the triangle. Please laugh! Oh my god! I've been playing the third game that Square Enix shoved out into the final month of the financial calendar. The third of how many? Like, because. There was also Babylon's Fall too, right? There's, There's also that. Babylon's Fall. There's fucking four which, games in a single which, month. Man, that's, I, I, I've heard not good. Uh, oh man, uh, like yeah, that, that's I, not uh, even like that. That's like a devil's third situation where it's like it's yeah, not even like it, bad it, good. People talk about it like it's like they can't believe it's even on the market, like uh, like unfinished. But triangle strategy, I briefly talked about this on our last episode because I'd started it and was saying that like it was like this really nice sort of a brain calmer after all the Elden Ring. It was like the palate cleanse. Mm, mm-hmm. um, and I talked about it uh, a couple of shows ago uh, because I tried the demo and it was, we, we were talking about the how insufferable sort of these attempts to tap into a classic style of role-playing game making is because they forget that brevity of dialogue is a huge part of what made those old games so snappy. Uh, So triangle strategy is not uh, flawed in terms of execution, like Stranger of Paradise, uh, and yet like really fun. And it's also not uh, a rush job in terms of writing, like Voice of Cards. It's a complete failure of fucking marketing because to put out a demo of the first three hours of this game, which are the most poorly paced, miserable, slog you would think that this is the equivalent of reading the phone book of a video game and is not representative of anything that follows it and also if you go back and look at like the nintendo direct trailers they're like welcome to the world of triangle strategy where your decisions dictate the future of the story and you're like oh god oh no why are you telling me about uh you know uh jade empire 20 years ago this this doesn't Ooh. sound yeah uh, like <laughs> yeah. It, it sounds like it's going to be the typical turgid binary choice bullshit and so two things because i don't want to bore you guys with like the mechanics of what is essentially a final fantasy tactics game the gameplay is fucking brilliant Okay. and it's it's big innovation is all killer no filler there are no like units that are classes you know you'd play final fantasy tactics back in the day it's like i'm gonna build up a knight and an archer and then level them up into these new classes all you have is a team of characters and every single character is a distinct class unto themselves no skills replicated between them and at the beginning this is why the demo is so fucking horrible the demo is like you're only six characters and you have to play an hour and ten minutes of game to get one half hour long fight by the time you're six chapters deep into this game, you have a crew of 12 characters, all different from each other, and it'll be like, you need to figure out how to capture a ship without these two characters dying, or you need to figure out how to storm a gate, and it's all very interesting. Great, great gameplay. But what makes the game itself fascinating to see is that the story is genuinely about civic engagement every single huge story branch and they are significant because i've tried to like look up 
strategy on how to beat fights that I've really struggled with. And mm -hmm. there are like no guides for them because nobody found that branch at Polygon. Like, yeah. I'm intrigued. And so you get to, um, there are, are probably like, I would say it's 20 chapters long. Uh, it's taken me about 25 hours to get to chapter 15. Okay. And so far there have been six or seven situations where you have to lead a vote amongst your party. And it'll hmm. be really fucking... It's not like... It's never like old school Bioware bullshit where like time to make a moral choice are Good you a choice, dick bad are, choice. Are, you, are you a dickhead <laughs> or a boy scout take, take your pick yeah uh like it's not even you know god bless infamous those games were very cute and fun i enjoyed them <laughs> but they were like we're gonna get into the nitty-gritty of moral choice are you gonna hit your best friend in the mouth or are you going to <laughs> save a box of kittens like and these are the the like some of the ethical dilemmas are like okay you are housing the last surviving heir to a nearby duchy. Your okay. choices are you can bring him to like neutral territory and negotiate a peace treaty with these people, or you can guarantee to house him in your, you know, in your sort of town with the expectation that you will be attacked and there will be collateral damage to your townspeople. Oh, wow. Or a third choice, you guys can try to escape to a nearby countryside, but the people that rule this country are religious zealots, and part of their religion is the embedded persecution of the race of your wife. And so what you have to do at moments like this are like go out into the town and you can just talk to people and gather information about morale and uh, the political landscape around you, how people are feeling, uh, anything that, you know, informants or merchants have heard on the road. And then you have to go back in and everybody in your party, the people that you fight with, have stated their position on what they think is the most ethical and civically minded of these choices. But then you can act like a majority whip. So your role as the leader of this is to go around and argue a position with them. And the arguments you can make to them depend on the information you uncovered in conversation. This with sounds amazing. It does sound amazing. It's fucking incredible. <laughs> it's, I've never played anything that takes the idea of democracy seriously and then recreates the nitty gritty of that process in like a super snappy way. And these dialogues are very... Uh, like involved but they're pretty fucking quick like you'll get through an hour of this game and have covered an enormous swath of story and character development but never felt like you're just being buried under proper nouns now right. <laughs> all of this is to say 
<laughs> what kind of fucking organization decides to fund a game that's like, oh man, a really good tactical RPG that does something narratively no one else is doing anywhere. Not even Civ is taking a stab at like actual civics. That's true. And says, all right, well, let's just like <laughs> tell people that there's a scale and it'll change the story depending on what happens with the scale. Yeah, none of that came across in the direct. None of it. No. How would anyone know? How would anyone know any of this? How would anyone know that Stranger of Paradise is fun to play? How would anyone know that Voice of Cards 2 is actually dumb bullshit as opposed to yeah. the first one? It, uh, hi, it's very strange. Yeah, I no, they're a baffling company. That I, is I, the only word for them, yeah. is baffling. Like, I don't get it. I feel like there's, there's some, like they're interpreting the murmurings of a thousand year old comatose guru. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That there's just this group of ascetics. Yes. Who 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 like mm, ah he burped at the hour of two p.m. <laughs> Therefore, this is how we will market this. Then game. Yoshinori Katase gets up in a suit in front of a E3 audience and goes, "Welcome to Frank Sinatra." <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't I, get it. It's very. It's very, very strange to look at all of these things side by side together and realize that, yes, very different creative teams behind all three of them. At the same time, all three of these are made by teams that answer to the same producers, yeah. the same the same uh, senior staff that approves it all. And it's it's just very strange. It's yeah. very strange. Well, it's, it's, and it's strange because then you have like the genuine successes like Final Fantasy XIV, sure. which is just like, dude, printing money to mm-hmm. the point where they have to stop selling the video game uh, it's doing. So, yeah, like it was like a couple, it was back when the expansion came out that they were selling so much and the servers were so overloaded, both oh, wow. new players the players on the free version who wanted to try it out, the players who bought the game, players who were returning for the game, and because of the the pandemic, like they just they they literally could not buy and make more servers to ho- house more people. So they're like, we have to stop selling the game. We have to stop <laughs> selling the game. You can't you can't buy it right now for like two months. They they took it off of like digital storefronts and you couldn't buy the game. And like the free players, they were like like they they had to change the way that they were um allocating the queue uh so like paying players were not getting stuck in a queue where they were waiting like three hours to play this game uh so like so the free players got shafted but you know it's free but yeah like you you can't play final fantasy 14 go download four kings casino it's right there oh no 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 but then this is also the same company that made final fantasy 14 1.0 where a vase had a million polygons and uh if there were too many players in an instance the server would crash so yeah i don't know it's it's so like the 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 inconsistency but it's that's why i like following them 
I was just and why say I'm interested all... in their game. Because like you see something from Ubisoft, you know exactly what you're getting. Yeah. You know exactly what you're getting. Like right. there's no there's no surprise. There's no element of like like the the entire design process was done by committee. Like mm-hmm. like like hearing stories like I follow like like a guy uh, who used to work at uh, like he, he worked on Assassin's Creed one and two ended up leaving to go into any development and like he like he's talked about stuff like like yeah you know like sales dictates game design rather than the other way around uh yeah. in a lot of ways and uh just uh, you there's at least a sense at square enix that there is some people there with the vision and they've had enough clout like tetsuya nomura it's like, dude, I fucking I made the characters of Final Fantasy VII that people love, and you're gonna give me <laughs> millions of dollars to make a game where a, a cartoon duck is gleeful at at the murder of of British soldiers. Like, this looks like a good yeah. to <laughs> fucking greens. <laughs> oh, <hey, look. laughs> Gosh, the, gosh, the, Sora, right? I can't believe the way the East India Company bleeds when you shoot them. <laughs> or even uh-huh. like, uh, um, I'm blanking on his name, but the guy, the guy who made... Um, I broke Susan! I broke yay. Susan! <laughs> she was taking a drink, too. You almost got her. Um... Uh, or like the what's the guy the guy's I'm blanking on his name the guy who made Saga Frontier, uh, oh, uh, and like Final um, Fantasy two, like the 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 weird yeah, guy, the weird and it's guy. like yeah, but um, like be, yeah, it doesn't matter, yeah, but Kwazu. Like, yeah, Kwazu. yeah, uh, but like because two did so well, even though it was like weird, uh, they're just like yeah, you just kind of get to make we'll give you like a couple hundred thousand dollars every couple of years, and you just kind of get to make yeah. what you want. He's it's, he's a vice president of the company too. It's a like strange way to run a business. It's a very weird way to run a business. Um, so, b- before before we move on to the precious pr- pastures of uh, Celine's personal hell, uh, voice of cards to pass hard pass hard, hard pass to pass yeah. Um, pass. I, I I don't want to talk about triangle strategy more than I already have. To because I th- I want people badly to go play it. I what are you, what are you playing it on? It's only available on Switch. It's oh, it's fascinating. Just, yeah, okay, it's okay. Switch only cool. for right now. And great, it, it runs fucking awesome. Like very snappy, no load times. Uh, yeah, it, it it fucking rules, man. Yeah, um, I'm I'm. There's so much going on right now to play that I'm like I per, like I'm waiting for the PC port of it just because I want to play it on the Steam Deck when it comes out. But yeah. like like Octop- mm. Octopath and uh, Bravely Default Two both came out on PC, so I imagine mm-hmm. this one will too eventually. But uh, yeah, no, that and like yeah, and Strangers of Paradise, like know what you're getting into. Yeah, but know what it's you're getting into. it's a fun time. It's 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 fun. It has fun with it. I like I don't think it is goof like I don't it's weird. I don't think it's in on the joke, but I think it's having fun. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not trying to be like, look at how crazy we are. We're not No, no, no. It's 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 the dude who okay, for for Ted Lasso fans, it's Coach Beard dancing at the club. It is Coach Beard dancing at the club. One one 
It is the entire Coach Beard episode. There, it's yes. It's, it's the entire Coach the Beard entire experience. Coach Beard really. Experience. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm excited to play more of it. Um, I've also been playing Kirby, uh, but exclusively playing Kirby with my daughter. And the only thing that I've been excited to tell you guys is the side levels in Kirby, which are weirdly difficult. They're just like one minute long levels where you have to do a specific obstacle course with a specific power. The, oh. the, the, I think the compose it's the same guy who's composed music for all the Kirby games forever, like going back to the Game Boy. And I think he was like just listening to the P5 soundtrack repeatedly because it is straight up all the music is just like what if i personaed the shit out of this so and i was nice like nice nice. one thing that my wife pointed out as she was watching our son play it um the theme song Mm -hmm. sounds like uh perfect strangers theme song yeah 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 Standing also, in my way. It's yeah. missing that killer harmonica. So, Susan, you've you've gone back to getting good. Well, I don't know about that. Oh! <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, you've been playing you've been playing Returnal. You're, yep. you're checking out the 3.0 updates. Yep. Um, I attempted to play the 3.0 update, but my masochistic uh, obsession with clearing my <laughs> returnal save to prove I can still get good uh, blocked me out of it. So I had to like play uh, basically the first half of the game to even access the Tower of Sisyphus, and then I got embroiled in trying to you know determine the fate of the countryside and triangle strategy so which is fair really which is fair yeah. i was it was gripping um i i was like oh no what if nancy pelosi had a sword now i know uh so tell me about the tower of sisyphus i don't quite understand how you have a like roguelike endless mode yeah yeah and then okay. there's story i don't get it so, uh, it is, to be clear, it is completely separate from the story. You don't have to go anywhere near it. And indeed, as you found out, you can't go near it until you have the grappling hook, which mm-hmm. is something mm-hmm. you get about midway through the game. Uh, I also don't recommend trying it until you have unlocked, as you play Returnal, you unlock uh, weapons and uh, higher level um buffs on the weapons i don't recommend i honestly don't recommend taking on sisyphus until you finish the game at least once that's me oh shit so i have to f- i have to go and finish my complete like refresh you, my save you because you're a freak might not <laughs> okay um but uh but mm, mm, i don't know so okay so uh in this in the starting room where you start and this door has always been there but now it actually goes somewhere. You Instead of going through to the main game of Eternal, you go through this door and you go up the Tower of Sisyphus. So it's a... Celine perceives it as a punishment. Uh, the way you get story elements, though, is as you climb certain levels and I think reach certain thresholds, you will find a white poppy immediately when you start 
the the tower you are uh, uh, you are presented in a, a room and there's a hospital bed and if you lie down on the hospital bed you are taken to this hospital where this the story part of of the tower happens and it's all about Celine and her mom and motherhood and it's very it's not sad sad is not the right word there's an anger there uh that's it's, so it's returnal you're telling it's, you're, yeah, so you're telling yeah, me it's, it's returnal. so it's returnal yeah so i'm just saying it's just more returnal yeah so um as you go through and and to be fair you do not have to be all that good at it to get um most i there are six poppies in total i have five. Oh, okay all right uh now here's the problem so the levels are called phases and each phase has 20 20 floors mm-hmm. in it they're not all combat you might go up to a you might the first floor is always a fight and then the second floor is always uh two of the uh uh they're what are they called calipers or whatever that um level up your gun ability oh, sure. yeah and then a new gun whether you want that gun or not is up for grabs because of rng but it's this is this the first level is always a fight the second one is always a new gun every single time after that you might get a fight you might get a treasure room you might get a totally different bonus room there are certain things you can count on uh you're always going to run into a little shop a couple levels before the final boss of that phase you're always going to uh there are these uh, so you know the um they look like big sort of tentacle monsters kind of glowy tentacle but okay well it they uh will pop up from time to time if you kill one it creates a temporary portal and if you can reach it and get through it it'll take you to a bonus room oh man this is bad for me yeah it's not it's not good man it's not good trust me (laughs) i didn't want to hear that shit (laughs) i know um these are these are the things that you can count on within the realms of randomness that that do okay all right so I know from looking at leaderboards that there's at least a phase 13. I haven't made it out of phase two yet. <laughs> yeah, I have made it to the last floor of phase two once. Can you complete a run? Like, is there a complete? No. It just it just keeps fa- like you just keep phasing up. You just keep climbing, 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 climbing. If you die, back to the beginning. Are there like boss bosses? Like, are yes. you like okay? Are like yes. are they that on on uh, the twentieth floor of the first phase? A big fuck off boss happens, and when you beat it, you are given a permanent malfunction. You're welcome. Oh, <laughs> Anthony's mouth is agape. Oh, that uh, sucks. <laughs> so, yeah. we, and it, is it a different boss from like the main game too, or is it just yes. like re- interesting? Oh, yes. God. I, yes. You guys, you guys, did you get, like way back in the day? Did you guys ever watch Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back? The, the oh god, like, the, is that yeah. the second one? No, it's the the one from like two thousand one. Oh no, like, no, no. Where they where they find out that people are making a movie about them and they read nasty comments about them on the internet. Oh, and they oh. have to go get it to stop. Yeah. yeah. So there's there's a moment where man, that's looking, quaint. <laughs> I, I know. Isn't it just so cute? Two thousand one. Oh. 
there's there's this where the scene where they're looking at all the nasty comments about them on the internet there's just a close-up shot of jason muse and he's just going i'm gonna kill all of you fucks and as you're explaining what is in the tower of sisyphus that's what my brain is doing yeah yeah oh yeah and there's a tentacle monster who'll drop a portal to a bonus room i'm gonna kill all of you yep Mm-hmm. The number of, and then there are these rooms. They're treasure rooms, but you gotta make a choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you want money to spend at the shop? Ah. Uh. Do you want health? Do you want whatever's in this box? Oh. <laughs> Because once you move close enough to pick it up, all the doors are going to close, so you only get to pick one. And you don't know if there's even going to be a shop to use that money. No, there will always be a shop. There will always oh. be a shop. Oh, okay. Yes. You might not know exactly when it's going to show up, but there will always be a shop. I don't like what Returnal does to me. Returnal, mm-hmm. Returnal and I got to break up. We are... Returnal and you can't, I. You can't, you can't, you can't, though. you can't, though. You can't. You're gonna have to, you're gonna go, you're gonna, look, dude. It's, it's in the name, gonna, dude. You can see, you push that boulder up the hill and. Here's the thing. Like, you, you have to, first of all, you have to go back and appreciate, because it's completely new floors. Oh. This is not like the, and the way they've designed the, the whole experience is really amazing it's it's incredibly well done you will get i will say the amount you get boned by randomness is very rare it does mm. happen you will occasionally have like a level zero pistol yeah and it, you know a super advanced enemy and you're just screwed See, and it, just it, uh, that's how i feel about the main game though like I understand that people are like, yeah, you know, I had a really bad run. I didn't get an astronaut. Number one, get good. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Jesus. But, but like, I, you know, the, the funny thing is, is like when I play that game, I there's it's almost like the straight edge hardcore version of playing yeah, yeah, Retro, yeah, yeah. where it's like yeah. I will never touch a parasite I will never take the gamble yeah. on a, a like you know a blighted thing I'm just yeah. gonna either never get touched and just yeah. always maintain my multiplier and then wait for pure health pickups to just keep extending keep extending or you know I'm gonna die like and that's yeah this this is just what you're explaining is such a radical shifting of those expectations. Oh, and here's why. Because this will give out resin, which only, well, which does not refill your health, but just only expands your life bar. Oh. Hand over fist, you get that oh. shit. That's yeah. so fucking tricky. <laughs> yeah, but the actual refill your health, like if you get hit, oh. That's few and far between, my friend. I don't think people understand how good this game is. I don't think people, I know, they don't. They absolutely people don't. do not get it. So I, I, you guys obviously know this story, but when the update came out that night, I was like, "Well, I got to check that shit out." But then, because I had wiped my save, right. had to replay to the point where I got my grappling hook, and so you get the grappling hook after at the end of the second biome. And you beat the second boss, and so it took me. <laughs> it took me seventy three minutes 
that's that's how long it took me to get through a complete first biome run and the second biome run and i was like oh well clearly i still got it i gotta keep going (laughs) so i just kept playing and it was so fucking pristine i've got a hollow seeker it's got serrated ammo it's got portal 2 already i am just crushing everything 20 level 20 for the weapon drops can't progress past it by the third boss astronaut max health just two health packs it's the, it's a golden run. It's you're unstoppable. You could run. It's as good as that stuff gets. It's it's literally the best you can have for a run in Returnal. And yep. it's like, all right, well, this is this is going to be flawless because if I can get through this, if I'll push into the next phase of the game, like I'll just crush everything. I'll I'll march over the bones of this game, and it'll be perfect and beautiful. And I get to the third boss, and it's the first time I have ever encountered a glitch of any kind in this game. Ever. It's true, actually. I, and, like, it's a marvel at how well-structured it is. Like, this stuff you're you're talking about, the, level, the Tower of Sisyphus, is so different. And the fact that it works as well as it does in addition to all this other stuff is nuts. But, so, the, the way it works, and spoiler uh, for a year-old game, everybody, but the third boss of the game is... I, like it's honestly Susan do you think the third boss is kind of a pushover even though it looks really cool it's definitely one of the easier ones yeah it's like, it's, it's yeah because the challenge is less about actually hitting the boss and it just the, just the traversal yeah the yeah. traversal yeah so the yeah. way the third boss works in this game is you have this giant thing that looks like a enormous distorted horrible face and then there are design horrible alien fetuses uh floating in the air by it and the fetuses will shoot lasers at you the thing shoots lasers out of out of its horrible diseased volcano mouth and you have to avoid it all through the first phase you're on a very small platform in front of it and then if you get to the second phase that crumbles and then you're on a bunch of floating platforms like susan's describing and then the the alien fetuses just start destroying those platforms. On my beautiful, perfect, pristine, uh, my baby forever run, the platform didn't disintegrate at all at the end of the first phase. And because my brain is now so used to the punishment of games like this and Elden Ring, they, I'm like, oh... I guess the latest patch decided to make it harder. Oh. And you're not allowed to use, like, oh, like, it, I guess this boss cancels the portal ability on the Hollow Seeker now because the portal would appear, and what's supposed to happen is a tracking laser comes yeah. out of it and goes onto any nearby enemy. But the portal would appear, nothing would happen. And this, like, I was doing, like, a millimeter of damage for every bullet striking. So I was like, oh, man, I guess they just rebalanced this whole boss. And the way the little fetuses destroy the platforms is four lasers just convene on you. And the whole idea is that when those lasers convene, you need to leap off the platform and they will destroy that platform. Obviously, there are no other platforms. So this time it's just four lasers convening on me wherever I am. And I was like, wow. 
they really like the I can't believe the rebalance here. They're really making it challenging for 3.0. I beat the second phase. That is impressive, I have to say. It burned down both health packs and my astronaut. And I was like, I can't. Oh, man. And then just wiped out. And I was like, well, I don't have anything now. All my items are gone. I don't think I can do that fight without them. And went back and got almost all the way through the third phase because now everything was fine. It was just the the portals beaming out, all the all the, everything worked. So that's the only in a year, and all of these updates. That's the only time that game hasn't functioned perfectly. And now there's this. Now there's yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you, Susan, you when we were talking about this before the show, you were like, "It's Hades all over again." It is. It's 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 Hades because like I'll go through a run, and I'll it's that that Hades thing of hitting a wall, hitting a wall, hitting a wall, hitting a wall. Oh, uh, you know what? I'm gonna stop playing this because clearly I'm never gonna. Oh shit! I just got further. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's that same thing, and it's like I I I hate it. It's I hate it the entire time. I'm like I'm so I want you to stop calling me and don't drive by my house anymore. And you know, but yes, I will answer your text every single time because I can't. It's just this very unhealthy relationship. But I can't. I. I keep playing and I keep playing and I keep playing and I'll 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 do really well. I'll feel like I'm doing really really well and I still can't get past the the second phase. So I don't I don't know, man. So when you said that there's only 6 of these story poppies it's like there's like so even if you get all 6 and then you don't finish the second phase, like is that it? Like there's only the I 6? I don't I don't Okay. So I as far as I can guess at this point, based on what I've experienced so far. So the whole thing with the vase is Celine is in, standing outside someone's hospital room holding a vase of flowers. She drops it. She can't get back. She can't get into the, the hospital room until she refills the vase with flowers. Mm. So as you collect these poppies... Because you keep, you keep just keep going back to the same mm-hmm. hospital hallway over and over again. Like when you when you lie down on the hospital bed, which you can do whenever, by the way. Like it's it's always in that first room when you get sent back down to the bottom of the tower. There's stuff there for you to be able to use, like the the computer where you can check your best run and and the the device that will take you back to the main game if that's what you want to do. So the hospital bed is always there for you to use. Things in that ho- in that hospital hallway will change as you collect these flowers. Interesting. That's cool. And that's what starts to fill in the bits of story. And it's wow. It's yeah. Even the stuff that you just like sort of hinted at with a story here too is it really recontextualizes the story uh-huh. of the main game. Sure does. It completely yep. it completely turns it turns what I thought the main game was about completely on its head. There's an audio recording of Celine at the OBGYN visit. 
No fucking way. Yep. Why don't people know how good this game is? <laughs> <laughs> yep. 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 I and don't... then there's a there's a drawing that a small child made of them and mommy and there's someone else there, but their head's been scratched out with black crayon. I don't give a rat's ass how good Take Two might be. That is not the fucking game of the year of 2021. Yep. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. And this is the thing. Like, if it was just to oh, score points and see how high up the leaderboard you can go and blah, 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 blah. I don't care. I don't care. I am banging my head against this wall because I want to get every possible drop of narrative out of this game that I can because it's so good. Yeah, man, that is I it really makes me wonder if they had initially planned to have this stuff earlier because Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's so it's so it sounds so well considered and there's like Look, there's the true ending of the yeah, main yeah. game, and the yeah. true ending sucks. Like it's just a misery to try and get it, and it's nothing. You don't get yeah anything, and it's uh, yeah, man. I yeah, it just makes me wonder if they like they've been like, oh well, we're we're not gonna have time to to tune and make this yeah. endless mode perfect, so we'll just stretch that out, and man. Wow, 2022 is a crazy year for games. You would, I, like, I don't understand how we're, we're this is when the pandemic uh, effect on development should have been hitting hardest, right? Yeah, like, well, yeah. what's the schedule for the next six months to a year, like... You know, playing play more Returnal and Elder. I feel like right? everything, <laughs> everything, like Call of Duty is not coming out this year. Well, so. I, don't, I don't think that's only pandemic related. No, but I, I yeah, <laughs> but like maybe thinking about like because like so many games that were supposed to come out this holiday like are already getting pushed to, mm. to early next year. So I don't know. I mean, I will. It'll I will be, say, uh, pa- pandemic or no pandemic, anybody that thought Zelda was coming out in twenty twenty two is a on crack. Like, did you guys not not know how this goes? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Zelda game. I I was talking to somebody uh, that I work with, and they were like, "I just think it's unreasonable six years between what is the first game and the second game." And I was like, "How old are they, bro? You truly are twenty five. Okay, yeah. uh, let me let me there it is. let me tell you about what it was like to go from uh, a Link to the Past to Ocarina of Time seven years. Also." I'm going to point you towards Unity. <laughs> not even. No, back up. Not even. I'm going to point you towards Inkle. Like, I want you to understand how... It is a goddamn miracle games ever come out. Ever. Ever. One of my favorite things in the world is when game devs talk about... The, a, the the random bugs that they found, the hacks they put together to make things work, the just the the ways things conflict, like there's the, like the the 
the Madden one where the team wasn't on the field. They couldn't find any of the players. They're like, where are all the players? They should be here. And the players were inside the football. And like, a, like players. Games, games that are done, that are certified and manufactured. Because there was just before that Madden incident, there was the when NBA Live died for good. But it wasn't it wasn't NBA Live at that point. It was NBA Elite. So EA oh, oh, that, was that the was, t the T pose incident? The T pose incident. Oh, yeah, the T pose. <laughs> <laughs> little touchdown Jesus there in the middle of the screen. Uh, this is another one for history lesson for those listeners that are, might be too young to remember this. In 2010 uh, is when NBA Live, NBA Elite finally killed uh, NBA 2K's competition over at Electronic Arts. They manufactured that game. There were retail copies yeah, of it. They, at stores. At stores. And they had to recall all of them because the game literally didn't function. <laughs> uh, man, somebody asked me. They were like, hey, I have a review copy. I got, I, it's got the case. It's got the manual. It's got everything. Do you want it? And I said, no, nah, dude, I'm not. I'll never play it. And like, it's neat, but just do whatever you want with it. Copies you are idiot. fucking moron. They're twelve grand now. <laughs> oh, you dumb dumb! You look like a fucking schmuck. Yo, who else is a real idiot? The people Here that we go. back this show. No, no, they're lovely. <laughs> no, they're the they're best. They do have questionable tastes. They, yes. they, they know what they did. The lot of them. <laughs> Dave, who are we calling out? We're who call are we calling we're, out we're, on the map. Yes, uh, <laughs> all of you have been canceled today no uh we're calling out our patreon back backers patreon.com forward slash continue podcast uh all of our special backers here at the shout out level or above are getting a shout out on the show right now so we're gonna shout out to josh jamie Susan, wow john belf toast doom cow adam gauntlet Michael Coffey, Fancy Manatee, Stormshot, Double Taco, Matthew Peters, Denton Brock, Gluttony One of Seven, Eric Van Quill, Frank Sands, Tyler Nilsson, Shane Nilsson, Yaddle, Pete, Ryan Brady, Jacob Christos, Chris Cook, Skip Dippity, Ryan Mance, Canonical, Tom Coveney, and Nick Rugan. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Also, uh, uh, welcome back to Nick Rugen, yes. who was uh, who was taking some time off. He's got some family stuff going on. Glad to have him back. Nick Rugen returns. Uh, Nick, who is a, a shining star in our little community, and Nick, you don't. Well, I mean, he's a he's a cranky pants, but we love him. Right, Nick, you don't, you don't, buddy. You don't you don't need a record player to be a vinyl loser. Uh, I'm glad I'm glad that you're buying those records anyway, man. Um, yeah, everybody. It's uh, true. <laughs> it's fine. Anybody, anybody who has uh, a dollar to spare, it, you're the ones that uh, fuel purchases like Stranger of Paradise and Voice of Cards and uh, Triangle Strategy, and that's what helps us make this show. It pays for our server cost. If you do not have a dollar, share the show. I know you have, you have siblings and other people that you want to inflict this on. Just, just trick them into listening to us. Put it on in the car Ooh, or something. Just say it's like BTS or something. They'll yeah. Say we're like BTS. Love it. Say we're like uh, we're better than the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> say that. Okay, but that's just true. I know that's just true. Say that. Say that to your drunk uncle. Tell them that we're that if they want sick <laughs> gains and to know what's really going on. Put down the CBD. <laughs> 
put on the podcast. Tell them when they're microdosing to, <laughs> to the old continue podcast. Wow. The colloidal yeah. silver is not going to help you, but maybe this will. This will. So. Um, <laughs> I'm going to wait to the backer section to say what I was going to just say. Uh, anyway, you can follow <laughs> us uh, at patreon.com slash continue podcast. You can go to Twitter twitter.com slash continue pod you can follow our streams which are fitful these days but we do do it twitch.tv slash continue podcast this coming week so it's gonna happen it's gonna happen so i will uh, figure it out you you can you can follow me on twitter at a john agnello susan where can people follow you uh you can find me on twitter at susan aren't or you can go read my latest at space.com uh this time i've uh, written up the best Star Trek the original series episode. Oh, I gotta read that. Um, <laughs> I was trying to think of like a really funny Harlan Ellison one. Did any of the Harlan Ellison episodes make the list? Obviously. Yeah, obviously. Nobody, I recommend everybody here go watch uh, the, the, um, it's not the best documentary, but the thing that Shatner made called Captains, The Captains. Uh, is only truly worth it for when Harlan Ellison in his cranky, cranky old man moments shows up and he's like, and I said to Gene, you fucking pay me. You pay me. For what? I said, Gene. <laughs> Dave, where can people follow you? Follow me on Twitter at David. I'm just imagining at David Robots. I'm just imagining him like saying like, no, there's no money in your universe, but there is in here. Yes. You fucking pay me. <laughs> Like everybody's like, we were just so honored to be part of like a rich cultural moment, and then Harlan Ellison comes in. And I said, "Yeah, I could do it in a weekend. You gotta fucking pay me, though, Gene." Like, <laughs> I got ideas. I love that guy. All right, we'll see you in two weeks, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>